0: Well, what is up, everybody? Oh, sitting in Canada in my hotel room. Just did a uh, show last night. For charity, for John Ryan's charity up here in Regina. That is the name of it, Regina. With Sarah Colonna, Chris Frangiola. Always good to see my friends perform with them. It's been too long. I have, out of that Chelsea Lately group, core group, I think I have fallen out. Not fallen out as in not get along with, but just like, uh, 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 what? Um, I think I, out of everybody, I think they keep in touch a lot more than I do with them. And that doesn't, that's not in a, uh, negative way. Um, it's just life, you know? And, uh, I honestly think also part of it is that um I don't know how good of a fit I ever was for that show. Like I think I uh, I think luckily for me like my friends were on there, you know. But um just as far as sensibility and tone and who I am, I'm not sure I was ever the perfect fit. Just as far as like what I like to talk about and shit, and I don't talk about the entertainment business that much. Like, uh, but um, and so I, for about a year, actively tried to shed that skin, right? Because I I wanted to have my own fans and have my own, uh, people, you know, and so I, I really like, consciously didn't talk about entertainment and didn't, you know, really just try to forge me. And, um, you know, that's actually one of the reasons that, one of the reasons that Sarah and I stopped doing a podcast is just we, we got too busy and we could never figure out a time to get together. And one of the other reasons was like, well, as fun as, as much fun as I have with Sarah, which I do, and as funny as I think she is, which she is, like, she's, to me... One of the funniest people out there, just in casual conversation, just a fucking killer, which is why the podcast was always so good with her. But I was like, this is still Chelsea Lately. And I know I lost a lot of people from the podcast, a lot of people from that podcast because we had good numbers. A lot of people from that podcast just stopped listening to me. Um, but I kind of did that to myself, you know, and just being here with them was really cool. Really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, let's do a little shuffle so we can hear some music. Oh, yeah, everybody. Future. You guys, by the way, what an album. This is called Massage in My Room. My future. Um. So, yeah, it was great being up here, doing a show. I, I, I You know, we got to... Uh, We're up in Regina, which is the actual name. I had to ask, like, five people. Because I thought Sarah was fucking with me when she said the name of the place was Regina. I'm like, meh. You know I'm not going to believe you, right? Like, you want me to get on stage and say, hello, Regina. And people are like, what the fuck? But it is Regina. And um, I tried to joke on stage last night that didn't work at all. Um, I said that I really feel bad for anybody wasn't really a joke it was more of an observation and it got the appropriate response which was pretty much nothing but I said that um, I would have hated the person I really feel bad for is any dude named Reggie who grew up here because Reggie and Regina you know his dudes were always talking about Reggie's Regina right <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh probably because I'm a child but happy to be here happy to do the uh, the charity. Um, I watched Sarah and Chris perform I've been really studying stand-up A lot more recently Really have been studying stand-up In my style And other people's style And w- where I'm kind of lazy um, And I wa- I've i been watching a lot of specials I watched both the Chappelle specials again this week I watched Bill Burr I watched Louis C.K. I watched Eliza I watched Jen Kirkman um, and by the way, Jen Kirkman, um, even if you don't particularly, and, and she's very specific, right? She's very specific as far as her voice. But if you, look, even if you don't particularly agree with everything she says, watch her stand up special. She's so good. And she's also one of my favorites because she's like the bravest, so brave. And what I mean, brave, like, for a comic, I don't mean like brave, you know. It's like Bill Burr said in his special, right? I just mean brave for a comic. She has no gives no shits and no fucks and doesn't mind a fail and doesn't mind silence and just goes up and tries like 30 minutes of new material like a fucking gangster. Jesus! Oh, look at this, Gwen Stefani. You're my favorite. Does anybody did anybody download this new album? Yo, I'm a sucker for a good pop song. She writes a good fucking pop song. Uh-huh. Um But yeah, I have to tell you, I watched D'Elia's special, and I really took the most away from that. And I don't like comparing people's stand-ups and saying this person's better. Everybody's... Look, to me, it's like when when um, comedy purists, and I fucking hate that name or title, but talk about what this dude doesn't, he's taking it easy, he got... listen. Let everybody choose what kind of comedy they want to do, and where their careers end will be appropriate. It will be appropriate. Like nobody who's doing other people's, like doing street jokes and doing other people's jokes, ends up being a superstar. The people who being up, end up being superstars are the ones who have a unique voice and a, you know a super do fucking put the work in and all that shit, right? So, I think your job as a comic, as long as you're not stealing material is just to perform and make the people who come see you laugh so i i don't get into uh comedy purists and you know i know there was a big controversy with eliza schlesinger last week or the week before that she was saying some shit about listen man let everybody do their comedy you do yours entertain the people in front of you and stop who gives a fuck what somebody else does you know i'm almost positive there guys like who don't like my comedy i'm goofy i'm not really saying anything of importance you know what i mean i'm just telling dumb stories i'm sure there are people that are like duh but for me that's what i like for me that's what i like and for me i think that entertains the people that are sitting in front of me that's all that matters but what delia did for me watching his special one he's a, just a fucking machine gun of jokes just bang, 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 bang. Just killing it. But this one was a really grown-up special from him, man. And what he did, he reminded me to do something that I had stopped doing. And I th- i would say it's a bit lazy. Because look, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm bad at, right? So I'm, I can tell a story. I can spin a story. I love telling stories and taking people on journeys and all that shit, right? But what Dalia does in his stories and in his jokes is he leaves no fucking stone unturned. He checks every angle. If he tells a story about three dudes, you're going to know what all three dudes, he's going to give you a what if or what happened or what if this happened to all three dudes, every situation, and he covers every pot. He never stops. So when he, I'm imagining when he works shit out, He works out every angle. Oh, hey there, Delilah. Plain white tees. You guys haven't told me if you like the music part of this. Um, Oh, and next week, I'm getting back to interviewing people. Moshe Kasher. Super excited to have him on the show, man. Dude is super smart. Um and he has a great story. If you don't know his story, we'll get into it a little bit next week, but the dude has been through some shit. But is hyper intelligent and really funny and I if you haven't seen his stand up, it's it's pretty amazing. Um but uh yeah, Delia really made me it, it inspired me as a comic to remember to do that and to remember not to be lazy and to remember to push yourself and to remember there's always another joke and that a joke is never finished. It was really very cool to just, you know, I've been doing this shit a long time, and I'm I'm fucking far from a young man. Um, Somebody's calling me and interrupting my "Hey there, Delilah." I can't have that shit. Um, But yeah, it was awesome Uh, to get re uh, reinvigorated, I guess. Um, But yeah, so that's what's happening up here. Chris Vangelo was super funny last night. Sarah Colonna, super funny last night. And it's funny, you know, I had a comic I look up to recently. Uh, Recently, I had a comic that I look up to. Maybe I should put it that way. He said something to me, and and, uh, he and I don't really know each other very well. And um, we were talking a little bit and just kind of feeling each other out a little, you know. Uh, And you could tell that as we were talking we were uh, trying to decide if, you know, the things that we had heard about each other were true. Not that people would always been like, oh, Josh Wolf and oh, this guy. But, like, you know, you hear things about what a guy's like or what a girl's like. And, and then he said something to me, um, which is people have said this to me before. He was like, you know, it basically said, you're not like most comics because you're not angry and i wonder if that also you know i watched dalee is not an angry dude but he had some pointed ways of describing people right that is a bit of a rallying cry when you're watching it because it fires you up too like yeah i'm that fucking person yeah i don't like those kind of people either and i don't know if the general positivity has that same effect i mean people do leave my shows and they're like you can tell you have a good fun, you have fun up there but Um, yeah, it was an interesting week, man, and, uh, I'm, I'm psyched to be on this journey and to still discover shit. It's really what makes it fun that shit is still happening that makes me go, oh, wow, fuck, I should have done that, or, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do that, so that's good stuff. Of course, today is the day that our president tweeted out another fucking attack on a woman's looks. Well, it doesn't matter if it's a woman or a man. Like, first of all, that dude looks like the combination between a bullfrog and a fucking orange pelican. So he probably should not be making fun of the way people look. Like, I, I, I don't know if the fact that he's rich makes him think that he's not ugly, but he's one of the singularly, most unattractive people. Oh. You gotta be happy with this song right here, guys. Okay. The band is called Real Friends. Song is called Basement Stairs. You know this type of singer? This is like the All-American Rejects type. You guys like All-American Rejects? I like that shit. Um, but, dude, here's my thing. Like, honestly... If through, if he accidentally somehow makes news uh, uh, agencies and reporters be more credible and not rush to stories and make sure that we're printing facts and all that shit, if he somehow accidentally does that because he's such a thin skinned pussy, that's fine. I'm actually fine with that. And because, look, it's just like. CNN, those th- like those three reporters leaving. That's what should happen. Like if you're printing shit, you need to be held accountable. If you're printing shit that isn't true, but for either side to think that they're exempt from that shit, Fox should have fired p- people for eight years in a row. Hannity should be fired. What's that? They're pushing that fucking Hillary Clinton murder. What's that, dudes? That poor kid who got murdered, Sean Hill. Is that what his name? I mean they've been pushing that for fucking how long? How long have they been calling her killery? How long have have they been whispering about So anyways, I don't want to get into that shit. But this motherfucker who is disgracing the office of the president and don't tell me she said something about him. That's their job as reporters. Their job as reporters is to either say something positive or negative about the job and the person and the president. You are not a private citizen and guys, like people, are like well, they're picking, they yeah, but if he had lost, nobody would be bringing up Trump and Russia because nobody would care. That's why like when people bring up Hillary now or Obama, dude, they're not president. We're not talking about that shit anymore. We're talking about right now, right here, right now. Now I will say this: If you're a Democrat, you cannot be happy with the way your party is acting. Let's stop with the impeachment talk. It's ridiculous. Let's focus on the Russia stuff. You want my personal opinion? Dude is too much of a fucking dope for Putin to be like, hey, let's do this together. He knows that Trump would have never been able to keep that secret. Now, guys like Manafort and Flynn, who are all about the dollar, I think they probably did some shady shit. I think Trump found out about it in in, in retrospect. uh, Not retrospect. He found out about it later on. And uh, I think he was like, well, shit. They were loyal to me. I got to be loyal to them. And he knows that if things shakes out with the two of them, it'll make them, make him look bad, right? So, I honestly don't think, man, you think Putin would go straight to Trump? Or don't you think he'd be like, look, Manafort, man, we work together. Flynn, we work together. How can you help me influence this dude? And they're like, don't worry about it. He's fucking dumb as shit. I got him in my back pocket. All right? So... I honestly don't think, but can we, even if he was, let's just stop talking about it. Let that dude, Mueller, do his job. Let him do his job. And let's move on to shit like the health care plan. Let's let's move on to things that are important to the people in this country. Let those people do their job. And Russia is important, don't get me wrong. Russia attacked the U.S. That's my thing, guys. It should be such a unifying cry across Democrats and Republicans not anti-Trump stuff, guys. This should have rallied us together that a foreign government attacked us. It was an attack. That's what is fucking bonkers to me. It's got nothing to do with him. Let's start with the fact that we were under attack. And part of the attack, part of what they're trying to do is to get us to attack each other. Oh, 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 they fucking succeeded. Let's focus. Let's focus. If you're a Democrat, you can't be happy with the hysteria, with the fucking constant faming, fanning the flames. Look, for eight years, the Republicans did fear-mongering shit. That's what you're doing now. You're, you're, you're rustling up the base with fear tactics. And I don't think that's the best way to do it. I don't think it's the best way to do it. Anyways, and if you're a Republican... By the way, Chris Stapleton was at 26. Maybe my best my favorite song off of that album. If you're a Republican and you're a Republican that was a Reagan Republican or even a George Bush Republican, you can't be fucking happy where the party's going. <laughs> yeah. You can't. This is the party. You can't. And this Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a fucking straight gangster. She doesn't give a fuck. Sean Spicer is sitting in a closet somewhere with a bib. I mean, holy shit she does she scares the shit out of me how strong she is but uh yeah that's enough of politics for me uh enough i i i I promise myself i won't do it um hold on uh oh i might have to go soon hold on sorry Um, okay, so, uh, I might have to go soon, um, shit, okay, let's just run through this and then I'll have to pack and get out of here, uh, I want, uh, dude, okay, I called you dude, but I'm not sure, I don't know, we're gonna talk a little sports here, so if you need to fast forward, fast forward, I don't know about this Chris Paul to Houston, I don't know. I think it's great look I'm not one of those guys that hates the people joining other teams. I didn't love Durant joining the other team because I felt like if you're one of the top three players in the league, which he is, you should have the team built around you. That's what I felt for sure. I have to tell you the truth after watching the championship, I still didn't love it because because I want my superstars to have a, like a a Kobe instinct, even though I hated Kobe, but I liked that I liked the assassin. But I will tell you, after watching the playoffs, I got it. There was something he must have known where he would flourish there. He would have never been that player with with uh, Russ, right? Now, obviously, it's easier to be that player when you have three other All-Stars on your team. But, you know, dude needed this unselfish team. That's the way he played. He doesn't want to be the man. That's cool. He likes to play unselfish, and he's the man by you know, default, basically. Because there, he's clearly the best player on the team. So, to me, but cb 3 to Houston. I don't know how you were they going to play with two basketballs. How are they going to have Harden and Chris Paul play together? If Chris Paul needs Chris Paul needs the ball in his hand. Hold on. Yeah. No thanks. Housekeeping. I always thought housekeeping should should write a book. Like you get all the great stories together from around. Uh, from around the country, and uh, just have us—they call the book called I Can't Unsee This," and have them just tell stories about. Oh come on, Zach Brown band new album, all the best. Me? Um, you know what I mean? I can't unsee this, and then just tell stories about shit they've seen in hotel rooms. I I would buy, I would read that shit right now. Um, but here's the thing: I do not like the CP three. Because I don't think that's a good fit. And not only that, if he wanted to win, it just seems like... I don't know He get traded, everybody. I know. But uh, it seems like the best fit would have been like a San Antonio. A, uh, I don't know how you'd get to Cleveland. But if you, you want to stay in the West, the Rockets need more than CP3 to compete i don't even think with the cp3 i don't know if the rockets beat um i don't know if the rockets beat san antonio and let's just go to one one further step you're talking about harden and cp3 who don't have the best playoff record together we don't have the best playoff record you know, if you look at harden had one of the greatest all-time seasons look at his last three games in the playoffs you know what i mean he doesn't have the greatest reputation at coming through in the clutch. And uh, Chris Paul's never gotten to a, a championship. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Could be me. Could be just me. But I think it's I don't think it's the best fit for him, man. I would have loved to see him in San Antonio. I would have loved to seen him go to Cleveland. If he went to Cleveland, that might have been the end of that. But um yeah. I don't mind the teams together the people getting together. I really don't. It makes some games during the year more exciting. I mean, it does make some teams out of the playoff hunt right now. But that's always been the case. I don't know about parity. I don't think parody's great for leagues. Look, I think it's nice to have an underdog win every now and then. But like people always, the Final Four, they're rooting for the Cinderella. Really? If the Final Four one year was Creighton, Butler, UNC Charlotte and UCF you know how many people would watch that fucking none 0.0 people who's watching that fucking nobody so it's good to have the Dukes man it's nice to have the upsets without a doubt but you want and look so you're talking about the NFL teams the big bad Patriots that I know you guys all hate look when the Patriots play the Seahawks even the casual fan is interested If the Lions played the Buccaneers, that couldn't happen. But if the Lions played the Titans in the Super Bowl, you think that would rate as well? No. You need names. You need marquee names. And you need people to hate. People like to watch people they love. And people like to watch people they hate. You need that shit. You need Tom Brady. You want him on that wall. You need him on that wall. Oh. This is just a quick little one for us, guys. I got to catch a plane and head back to the States. And I'm not on the road again until July 28th, where I'm in Dallas. Man, I would love to sell that place out. I know it's not going to happen, but I would love to do it. And you know what else I love, guys? Because I'm having so much fun doing this now. Look, I I wouldn't mind if you told a motherfucker. If you were like, hey, yeah, this is a fun show. Let's just give it a shot. I'm going to start interviewing people again next week. Like I said, Moshe's coming in. I think I'm going to go to his house. Hopefully, Natasha will be there, too. Um, I have so many questions to ask him. The dude is, like, such an interesting guy. So I hope you tune in for that. Um, I just wanted to stop in with you guys and check in. Come on. Lil Wayne. The song is called Abortion. But, you guys, if you don't listen to Lil Wayne, you're fucking missing out big. Anyways. I do have to go soon because they're coming to pick me up, but let me just tell you, um, I'm fucking excited about some comedy challenges coming up. I really am. I'm excited about combining that which I do and the things that I used to do and challenging myself a little bit, doing things that make me feel uneasy. You know, I watched Bill Burr and he, I don't want to say he digs himself a hole, But he says shit on purpose that is controversial and then shows you why it's funny and allows you to laugh at it. And I really I'm never going to be Bill because Bill is a little angrier than me and he's just a different style, you know. But I do want to challenge myself a little more. And like I said, guys, I just kind of use this as a diary. I don't know how funny this was. As a matter of fact, I know how funny it was. Not. But we're here. I thought I'd give you one more during the week. And I just wanted to get some shit off my chest. And that's it, man. And if you're in Los Angeles, I got a show Friday at the Comedy Store and the Laugh Factory. And then I got a show Sunday at the Comedy Store. Come out, come out wherever you are. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good time. And um, that's it. Come on, everybody. Be good to each other. Open the door. Say thank you. All this negative shit out there. Does not have to be passed along and to each other. Be good to each other. Be good to each other. Oh, and if you missed the Twitter troll thread I had today with the with the woman who told me that bacon tasted like dogs and human and how I felt about that, it was a pretty good time. She deleted all her tweets, but you know, I love to troll the trolls. Be good to each other. It's all fairly normal. Later.